You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Cordell, so season is over. Ravens have a 10-8 and 8 season, obviously due to the expansion. I lose in the, the wild card uh, weekend against the Bengals. And how do we, if you had to explain to somebody who wasn't really sure how to view this team overall for 2022, mm-hmm. how would you explain what you got from the Baltimore Ravens this past season? Um, good, but not good enough. Um, inconsistent. Uh, a team that doesn't necessarily that didn't necessarily play to the reputation of the organization you you think of the ravens you think of a team that's fairly sound that you know what you're going to get each each game each year um this team there this year there was a couple of times i feel like i questioned their toughness um i feel like there were times that i questioned them they're mental, you know, mentally out there. Uh, God knows we questioned the coaching staff all year. And this is a team that did not have the talent needed at the more important positions that matter in 2023 in the NFL. Worst receiving core in football, arguably one of the worst receiving cores I've ever seen at the NFL level. Um, The inconsistencies from the team as a whole, because while the defense finished the season really well, we had questions about the defense to start the year. Yeah, and, and credit to Mike McDonald. I mean, he definitely, you know, took the reins and and, and Eric he, Acosta for the and, Roquan yeah, trade. Eric Acosta, I mean, and for the Roquan trade, and not only the trade, but also getting Roquan the extent the, the extension yes. done with Roquan yes. before the playoffs started. No doubt about it. Eric deserves a ton of credit for that. That was a huge win. And even the draft class, I thought, was a huge success in his first year for the rookies. I thought Kyle Hamilton played exceptionally well uh, mm-hmm. once he really got into a groove. And he said, you know, when we were talking to him on Monday as they as they were cleaning out their lockers, um, he, he said that he felt like he kind of just had to um, get accustomed to uh, the, 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 the game, the, the, the speed, speed of the, of the NFL. Yeah. And, you know, he's in a new role playing nickel corner out here for, for, for the Ravens. So it, it's just different, uh, for him. So once he really got, you know, accustomed to what was going on, you get, you got to see the player that I think we all thought we were going to get coming out of Notre Dame, Tyler Linderbaum, all the questions about him. He turned out to be one of the best centers in all the, in all of football, you know, so um, David Ajabo, the jury is still out just like it is on quite a few of these other guys. But I, I think that overall, like I said, to start this segment, when you think about the 2022 Ravens, you think about 
a team that is good but not good enough. You think about a team that is going to live off the what-ifs all offseason. Again, second year in a row where they're going to lean on what-ifs this year. Yet again, it's Lamar. What if Lamar is out there? Do we win if Lamar plays? Um, What is going to happen with Lamar? Lamar is going to be the center of all of this. Um, But this is a team that, you know, they – are the reason their season went down the toilet. They blew the games at the start of the year that basically opened the door for Cincinnati to come steal the division. Um, They were the ones that chose to basically punt on the opportunity for a home playoff game and go out there with your backups. And I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying these are the decisions you made. You know, Um, I would have liked to see them try a little more in week 18 to see who knows what can happen? You go out there, you steal that game, you get a home playoff game, and all of a sudden, you know, who knows? I mean, I just didn't think that the way that this team had played to this point in the year that they were good enough to just say, oh, we, we'll come back to Cincinnati. We don't care about that. We, we good. We can come almost back out. Almost, The crazy thing is that they almost went wrong in that regard. And I, and I get that this is a division opponent opponent that you're not scared of. I mean, you know these guys well, and ultimately when you're playing against a division team, it doesn't matter where you play. Um, it does, You know, you can be on the road or at home, and the Ravens historically are a pretty good road playoff team. So I understand, um, but it's just – a lot of small decisions that make up the whole season. And this is a team that came in with high hopes, high aspirations, started the year off looking very good, um, but ultimately ran out of gas. Injuries did them in. Lamar not being there is the biggest one. And the offense just really going downhill even before Lamar got hurt. The offense is going to be the story of the season, I think. Greg Roman in this offense is going to be the story, whether they want it to be or not. I mean, they – they were not up to par this year. Roman as a coach was not good. This offense talent wise is not good. The execution was not good. Um, and for a team that has solid run, very good running backs and a very good offensive line, it's just disappointing that they didn't capitalize on their strengths more this year than they did. Yeah, if I had to explain, I would say that this is a team that never really had an opportunity to to gel together on both sides of the ball at the same time. Because when the offense was playing really well, the defense was struggling. When the defense was playing really well, the offense was struggling. Um, There's probably one game, Cordell, that sticks to my mind that I felt like that they both played good on both sides of the ball, and that's the Saints game. I can't tell you any other game that I felt like overall – both sides played a solid 60 minutes. I really can't tell you. And um, that's disappointing. Um, Yes, I I am completely aware of um, the situation of the skilled players that they had. Losing Bateman was huge, and we knew that. Um, And then eventually you lose Devin DuVernay, which obviously had, had impact as well. But coaching has ways to get past losing people like that because you still had Mark Andrews. You still had a good running game. We eventually got J.K. Dobbins back. Isaiah Likely, we were high on him coming into the uh, – after training camp, coming into the season, and yet he still wasn't an active force in this offense. And so um, there's so much to say about that because 
you you coached good enough to get to the playoffs. And you did so still at the last, what, six weeks without your starting quarterback. You just weren't good enough to beat good teams. Mm -hmm. And that says a lot about you as a coaching staff. Because I'm going to say this, Cordell. I truly believe that another offensive coordinator, a better offensive coordinator, I don't know who that is, I'm just generally speaking, a better offensive coordinator would maximize the talent that this team had going into this game and found a way to come out with a win. Number one, they probably give J.K. Dobbins more than than the carries that he had. So there's that. Yeah. But also, I think that there would have been different schemes in which they would have just allowed guys to to get open. And um, you you because you got to find a way to scheme past the weaknesses of Tyler Huntley. And so, what did they do that for a, a good part of the 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 playoff game? Yes. The things that, that they did bad on, though, they stick out like a sore thumb. That's mm-hmm. the problem. You know, the the trying to give Mark Andrews a, a, a rush, the, you know, the the plays that you made, you know, that play that they had where he, they tried to throw the ball opposite field to Mark Andrews. Well, now you got to use your timeout yeah. because – and then your last timeout. And so now you do got to throw the ball the next two times because you can't, you can't run the ball at that point. The, you know, the clock management, all of that stuff – played a role into what happened. And I think better coaching puts your team in a better position in those situations. So I think that when the teams find, when the sides of the ball finally got together, they weren't together. And that's always, that's the problem of what this team is. And I blame coaching for that. Yes. I blame personnel too, because you don't, you need more guys on your team than what you had in DeMarcus Robinson. And then eventually getting Sammy Watkins off the waivers. You needed more than that. However, and Deshaun Jackson. Oh, and Deshaun Jackson, who, who they waited, who they waited right. eventually. Right. Um, and I'm sorry, probably could have afforded to have them back, but you know, whatever. So you, you, so I do blame personnel in that regard, but I also blame coaching because you have to find a way to maximize the talent that w- of what you had, and you did not do that. And you did it on one side of the ball, but you didn't do it on the other side of the ball. And that's the story to me of the 2022 Ravens. Aside from, you know, the Lamar injury, aside from all of that, when it comes down to it, you still found ways to win with or without them. But they were against teams that you should have beat anyway. When it came down to you beating teams that you might not have, it's 50-50 chance, you didn't win those games. And so that's a coaching problem to me. And I don't know how they deal with this in the offseason in terms of like, I would like to think that Greg Roman doesn't get re-signed to a new deal. I would like to think that they move on from him. We don't know yet. I don't even know if Harbaugh feels like he's safe. I feel like you might need to have a conversation with him. Am I suggesting that he gets fired? That's not what I'm saying. But I, I, I think that if you're Steve Bashotti, you need to y'all need to have a talk. You gotta say something. Because you you're the head coach. Yeah, you're you the head coach, and so you keep coming into these press conferences saying, "Well, I would have liked this guy to have more runs. Well, I would have liked this to happen." Stop throwing Greg Roman under the bus. You are the head coach, right? You yeah. are the head coach. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential, and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. 
so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's, it's, it's a lot of things. Definitely the coat, you know, I, I'm not necessarily saying that I think Harv should be fired, but I agree. You, you do need to have a conversation. And I think at this point now, he is probably one of the coaches that's, I would have, I would consider on the hot seat As going into be. next season. You know, um, if he As is, he uh, this team has had one playoff win since 2012, uh, and I, I just no, two, 2014, two wins since 2012, two, one, two. one since 2014. Yes, um, and, and so you know, this is this isn't a team that has necessarily been, you know, close, but no cigar or anything like that. The Ravens are a good regular season team. They're good enough to make the playoffs pretty much every year. That's going to happen. Um, but to get into the playoffs is no longer good enough. No. You know, you 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 gotta you. This is a city that's used to being contenders, championship contenders, and yep. right now the Ravens aren't that. And I get not having your starting quarterback is going to play a role. It's going to play a role for any team, but they weren't looking like a Super Bowl caliber team even before Lamar got hurt. I it's agree. Way before that, so I do think that it's time to have a, a conversation with with uh with Harbs but I also think the has got to look himself in the mirror as well yep. because the personnel that they decided to go out there with on the offensive side of the ball was not fair to any coach they had the worst receiving core in the league they decided to trade Marquise Brown and not replace him in any way shape or form and put all of your eggs into the Rashad Bateman basket who got hurt in his rookie year and he gets hurt again this year and I mean, and then Devin Duvernay's there. I guess he goes up to number one wide receiver one, and he's barely touching the ball. Bateman was barely touching the ball before he went out. Granted, a couple drops here and there, but these guys weren't getting the volume that most number one wide receivers get. So I I just think that they are going to have to start taking some of the positions that they haven't taken seriously in the past way more serious now. Meaning the wide receiver position. You have to go get this dude some qualified weapons. If Lamar's going to be here in Baltimore for the foreseeable future, I know one of the things he's going to want is more weapons on the outside. As he should. You can't just give him Mark Andrews and say that's enough. Um, The fact that they weren't even able to find a way to get Isaiah Likely going out there with Mark Andrews, it's just mind-blowing to me. it's almost malpractice uh, <laughs> what they have at the wide receiver position. How do you not find a way to utilize both of your tight ends if that's what you're going to do? But whatever, they they have to fix this wide receiver position. And it can't be, oh, we're going to go draft a guy. No, they got to go get somebody that has done something in this league. They have to go get a sure thing, uh, to a sure number one guy to give their generational quarterback a chance to be the player that we all think he can be. Um, Right now it's tough for Lamar to be great or Lamarvelous, whatever they like to use as the slogan for him uh, without any premier talent on the outside. And Bateman is not enough for, you know, Bateman is a, I think would be a very good number two, but if if they going into, if they're going into next year with Rashad Bateman as their number one receiver, they're in trouble. 
And yeah. that's not a knock on him. It's just the reality. Yep. He, has, he, he, You got to get somebody out there that's done something. He hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. And so that's the story of the season, man. I mean, coaching personnel and, and quarterback play um, has been what has essentially not closing out games. Not, not closing, closing well, out well, and, and look in the beginning that was the problem, but in the end, I can't. I'm sorry, I'm not going. You know, because I know people talking about the Steelers game in the second game. I, look, I cannot keep asking a defense to to keep continuously putting right. up the, the slack. The offense has to score points, and we know without Lamar, they don't score many. So that's a problem. And again, like you said, you are in a position you can add. Isaiah likely to the field with Mark Andrews because you are already lacking guys out there. And yet somehow y'all still really didn't find a way to get both of those guys in the group at the same time in the same game. So, you know, it's very interesting. So much needs to change in order for them to get better. And, you know, we'll find out soon enough how they're going to do that, how they're going to go about that. At some point, we're going to have the end of the season press conference. Will he, will Bashadi be there this year? Because he's kind of been AWOL the last couple of times. We'll mm-hmm. find out, but we'll see what happens here. As of right now, Greg Roman is not under contract for the Ravens. His contract expires with the season. So do you bring in somebody else? You should. Um, do you find a way to get some weapons? You should. Do you try to find to, a way to sign, re-sign Lamar Jackson? I feel like money change, money can fix anything, and, and I stand by that. Whatever issues they got going on, Cordell, money can change all of it. Mm-hmm. it. It literally is what's going to bring everybody together. If you pay somebody what they think that they're worth, or at least somewhere close enough, I think that you can repair any issues yep. that you've had with your guy. And so that's what I think it, it is, is how this season went. And they have enough talent, I think. Um, they just need to tweak some things here and there to compete in 2023. But we gotta, we'll gotta, we find out if the Ravens are actually going to be able to make those moves or are they just being uh, just good enough with just making the dance and not actually participating in the dance long term. So we will find that out as this offseason unfolds because we're – Officially in, in Ravens off-seasons mode um, right now. Cordell and probably myself will eventually be at the uh, end of the year press conference. We'll, we'll figure out what's going on and whatever news we get from that point up, we'll be able to talk about it. So we want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to the Winning Drive podcast this season. I mean, it's we've, we've been through some things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a ride. Yeah. But it's been an interesting ride, but it was never not entertaining. Can't mm-hmm. ever say the ride wasn't entertaining, Cordell. Right. So yeah, fun, fun for us. I don't know about how fun it's been for the team, but yeah. you know, definitely entertaining, definitely cool to do. Um, and you know, uh, that like you said, I really appreciate everybody who's locked in with us, subscribed, and went back and checked on us uh, and checked out every episode that we put out this year. Or even if you checked out just one episode, really appreciate all of y'all. Yes, we thank you so much for your support. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive.